just a hack. It's just an absolute hack. And he gets his ass kicked by his teammates every week. It's just, you know, it's terrible. It's just terrible. Welcome back, Hack City. Joe DeLeon, Sean Anderson, two former college football players from the University of Rhode Island. I just realized I was sitting very awkwardly deep into my chair. Nice. Today, we are going to be, shut up, we're going to be recapping week eight of college football, that being the outcomes for, so that was really mean, I realized, by the way, my, how aggressively I said shut up to you. Penn State, Ohio State, UNC versus UVA, the outcome of that, and then also uh, we're going to be sharing our thoughts on Penn State, Ohio State, which that was probably the biggest game for implications for the rest of the season from this weekend. Sean, we got a lot to get, lots to get to. We're going to talk about your trip a little bit later on, you being at Bowling Green. Uh, before we get to that, though, can you just share with our listeners really quickly as they're joining the show a word from our sponsors? Bet online. By the way, wait, wait, by the way, I, I, every time I go on a college football hot streak. Yeah, and I go. I went. I think I was seven for nine yesterday. Great! Oh, day. look at you, the Utah you, money line. You, you probably made like twelve bucks. Nice. Shut. I I made some. I made some not like significant money, but I was starting to build up my bankroll, and then I bet a bunch of NFL bets today. NFL is the hardest bet. thing on earth to bet. Bet. It's the hardest thing on earth. They're all prop bets too. I so you, well, bet online has my money again. That's dumb with you. Just dumb. Yeah. Uh, regardless, NFL is super hard and. If you are betting with Bet Online, you understand that. But college football, you still have some ease. What do we do with Texas now because of the Quinn Ewers stuff? What do we do with Texas for the next couple of weeks? It's a, a good question. Was it AC joint? Great. Yeah, AC two. joint. Which is why can't anybody? Why does it have to? I'm in the Bet Online read. I get it, but the fact that we're calling we, that we can't just say or have a term for what grade two means. It's it's just grade two, and we just have to wait. Learn, to hear somebody learn medical terms. Grade, learn, grade learn, two is learn medical terms. Be smarter. I got, a, I got a medical term for you. Follicle. Not that. Idiot. <laughs> Bet some baseball. Bet some baseball in October uh, because it's going to be gone. And baseball is way more fun when you gamble on it. Way more fun if you are. It's almost like betting a fight because if you're if you're taking a strikeouts over for a pitcher, there's a lot of good pitchers left uh, still competing in the playoffs. Uh, Bet online has everything you need to stay up to speed on each LCS all the way through the World Series. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code BELIEVE. And remember, we're all betting the Phillies. Uh, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit, Bet online where the game starts. Joe, you should take some pride in that team. They, they can rake. The Phillies can rake. They can. They I, can rake. I appreciate watching them and them being one of those teams where – your attention is diverted for two seconds, but you got the volume blaring in the background while you're doing something. Yeah. And then you just, your Schwarber going yeah. back there, gone. And it's just like, oh, they hit another. How did another a refrigerator run. hit a ball 500 feet? Oh, that's <laughs> Kyle Schwarber. Oh, my God. National. Trey Turner's having a great postseason, former national. Yeah. So is uh, Bryce Harper, former national. Former national. Yeah. I, Thank I, you. Yeah, you're welcome. Guys. Welcome. No all worries. right. We're, we're here to talk college football. We're not here to talk baseball. The Penn State Ohio State game, it played out exactly the way that we did. I I don't like doing the bit of bringing back up people who commented stuff on videos, but I I was on Saturday just kind of like quickly checking our analytics. Some guy was really pissed off in our comments, like really <laughs> unnormally pissed off in our comments about the Penn State Ohio State game, just calling us just complete assholes. I, it's one of the few times I went and co commented back. Penn State fans. He was a Penn State fan. He was oh, he was uh, he was upset of our analysis 
that Penn State's offense wasn't going to be good enough to match up with Ohio State's defense. And <laughs> you know what? This game played out exactly as we thought. I'm really shocked why Penn State does not give the ball to Nick Singleton more. Instead, the approach was 42 passing attempts or whatever it was for Drew Allar, nine carries for Nick Singleton. It's not going to make any sense to me. The it's guy confusing. is he's one of, we, we talked about him a lot. He's one of the most electric running backs in all of college football. Yeah. He has the best rushing average on the team. He is more talented than Katron Allen. But why do you keep rotating backs? Explain it to me. Explain the I we've had a long-standing conversation and understanding with one another about the our disagreement generally with analytics being used in football. And it feels like it's being used as a parachute when these idiot coaches decide that they want to go for it and they just blame it. Fourth quarter, you're rolling down the field. Uh, you get stopped. You go for it fourth and three. I think it was in your own territory. And Penn State just gave the ball right back. Terrible play call. Terrible decisions. Going for it on fourth down is is the worst like trendy thing because it's it's both a trend, but it's always been there. And it just feels trendy. It feels like avocado toast. And you're just looking at it like, this is what you want to do? You really want to go for it? You don't want to punt? You have the number one ranked defense nationally through seven weeks, Penn State. And your offense isn't that good. Iowa's punting. Iowa is punting. Punting like Iowa. Well, because they have I know. the most gifted punter in the country. That guy is insane. You're going a different direction. I thought you were going with the offensive. Uh, uh, no, no. That guy oh. is that guy is the best punter in the country. Was that it guy Troy is, Taylor? No, Troy Taylor is the Stanford head coach. It's Tory Taylor? Tory Taylor. Think? It's uh, embarrassing that way, I was that close to knowing a, a college punter's name. <laughs> That's how much way, talk, talk about somebody who has a more important impact on their team's success dude, than anyone in the country. Tory Taylor, put him in the Heisman conversation. Obviously, we're joking. Yeah, I, this was one of those games, though, Sean. It is just a, a big head-scratching decision-maker on some of these spots. I also tweeted this out. What is it this year with teams making bad two-point conversion in fourth down, fourth and goal decisions and not converting? It happened uh, against for UCF. It happened for uh, Clemson this weekend. It happened for Texas against Oklahoma. It happens for Ohio State in this game. Well, I don't know what the decision-making this year is. Are, are we just at a point where this is a defensive, it's the, the rotation of, the defense is caught up with the offense and the defense is just so good this year that they're kicking the shit out of all the decision makers. Like, is that, is that what we've gone to or just people being stupid? It might've been Warren Sharp that tweeted it out. And I know this is NFL, not college football, but I think they were yeah. of each other uh, that offense and explosion plays distance plays offense is just down in football right now. And yeah, I'm sure when teams start giving up, offense will go back up like an FCS. Uh, I think we have the most fat stats when we do that show uh, tomorrow or, or whatever. Uh, more fat stats that we've had all week because teams are starting to give up. But right now, defense is playing good, and offense offense seems a little cowardly. I'm not seeing a ton of deep shots. I'm just seeing matriculate the ball down the field, which as a fan of a team, all you really want to see is matriculate the ball down the field. But if you're a fan of college football and offense, like most of us are, you want deep shots. You want good plays. And I'm sick and tired. I, I went on the jag earlier in the season about the screen passes, the quick bubble, bubble screens. I'm still sick of those. 
It's but a I'm cancer. Also, I'm also sick of the, oh, we need two yards. Let's just roll out. Let's. Just, I've always hated that. Give yourself a three-step drop, hit somebody in the slant, hit somebody in the flat. Do a little play action, hit a running back in the flat. It works all the time. Every time DeAndre Swift scores in the NFL, it's him being in the flat or a nice mm-hmm. angle route. It's not because you're getting your playmaker the ball in a screen. It's a terrible play, and it has been – the defense is now caught up to it. Defense is caught up to yeah. the screen pass, and defense is starting to catch up on the rollout. Well, the other thing, too, that isn't talked about a lot, and we're getting like really nitty-gritty with this, screens in the early 2000s and since they've been implemented and used, it's a very common fold of, of football. You were going up against just bumbling, slow defensive linemen. And I think that we're in an era of the sport where there's so much speed on defenses. Dude. It just doesn't work. I can't remember the last time I've seen a, a, a good screen impact the game. It just doesn't it just doesn't happen anymore. Uh, the last one that I remember, I think Eckler had one last week on Sunday Night Football that went for 30 yards. Uh, NFL, though. But the okay, well, even it, all levels is the Julio overtime screen. Other than that, I got that was nothing. A- Decent amount of time time ago. Uh, talking about Ohio State, though, it sucks for Penn State that they lost this game. It really kind of felt like their year. I don't think it sucks for them. I don't think it sucks for them because it was the big uh, game and it was time for Franklin to get it done, and he didn't. Well, I thought it, was, it sucks for him. They, I they thought had it was cowardly chance. play calling a decision and stupid decision making. Yeah, all yeah. he got out if they didn't get out coached and they just got out talented or they got jobbed, I would think it sucked for them. But I don't think it sucks for them because okay. they just got out coached. The Ohio State perspective, though, because Penn State could still somehow find a way to beat Michigan. I think it's contingent on how they run the football and being much more proactive and creative with running the football or just simply giving Nick Singleton some real carries instead of nine touches. But I look at Ohio State, and now the real conversation needs to be had. How does Ohio State and Michigan match up? Who wins that football game? Because the fate of the Big Ten is going to be decided on these two programs. Ohio State is probably one of the most boring good teams in the country, which is a good thing. That is a good thing that Ohio State is boring. They're doing everything that they need to on both sides of the football. They're clogging up rushing lanes. They're playing their run fits really well. They're running the ball decently enough to move the sticks. And when they can't, splash play for Marvin Harrison. You got one receiver who's healthy and that you can connect with. That's about it. But about it, Kyle McCord, not that exciting. And that's kind of part of the reason why they're a bit of a boring team. But I think them them being boring and physically tough and gritty along the defensive line and that front seven is what can help them beat Michigan. They have to, have to play really good run defense, coupled with their secondary playing a much better game than they did last year because that's how they got killed. They played decent run defense. And then J.J. McCarthy started to pop off because they dared him to beat him. And then eventually the run game exploded. They have to play both sides of the, the ball. And I think that this, this defense is starting to look like that they have that they have that juice. It feels like a real Big Ten team for once when looking at Ohio State. I think the last two years of losing to Michigan has forced Ryan Day's hand into building a team to beat them. Whereas last year, they make a field goal, they win the national championship. That's just a fact of the matter. Uh, and that was a fantastic team. And as much as I was down on Ohio State last year, they had a national championship if if they had made that field goal. 
Mm-hmm. And then we might not be having that conversation because then who cares? But they have shifted. They don't have a dynamic quarterback like CJ Stroud or or um Justin Fields or any of the any of the 2010s and late 2010s quarterbacks for Ohio State. They're running the ball, they're playing hard defense, they're staying disciplined, they're not flashy. You know who else have been doing that for the last couple of years? Michigan. So they built it up ju- to 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 beat the the guys up north or whatever the hell they call them. Which I don't know north. if I, I don't know if that's good. Yeah, that's uh I don't know if that's good for them in the Guys CFB. up north. Well, yeah. that would be a good that'd be a good T-shirt because <laughs> it's T T U N. So now it's T G U. Still, that's incredibly stupid. Continue what you're saying. <laughs> that's what they built it for. This team is built to beat Michigan. I still don't think they do it this year, and I'm not trying to bury the lead because I know we're gonna have previews, and there's still plenty of time before they play. Right yeah. now, I still don't think they beat them. I think Michigan is better at playing Michigan football than Ohio State is playing Michigan football. I, I, okay, here's the one thing that I think it, it might come down to. If I believe it's at Michigan too, which is which is big big for this. Yeah, one team has the more physically dominant and gifted playmaker, and that's Ohio State. If you need to call on somebody, and we look at both of these teams, and you need to call on somebody to win the football game, I trust Ohio State to do that with Marvin Harrison Jr. I don't trust anybody on Michigan's offense. They've got a real, like you're talking about here. It's a very, you don't think Blake Corum is at that. uh, I'm not challenging you. It's just a follow up. I think that Blake Corum is a very good running back, but I don't think he's nearly anywhere as physically gifted takeover game type of a player. Also, not to mention the fact that running backs values in football games, unless you're a physical freak, is just not as, it's not as big. You know, he has to, him having a good game is contingent on the offensive line playing well. Marvin Harrison Jr. having a good game is just him doing his thing, getting open, and you well, just have to also hope contingent that, of Kyle McCord playing well, right? And if McCord doesn't play as bad as he did against Indiana, one can assume that he's going to find ways to connect with them. I just there's I I've seen enough of Michigan football this year and the way that they're rolling over teams that they should roll over. They're not keeping it tight. They're, it's not looking close. It's not looking bad. We can make the joke about Rutgers all we want about them covering. The spread was 30 and a half. They are a good, they are, for as much as the scandal and as, as how annoying they are, their fans, uh, all of that, they are a good football team. They are a very good football team that has earned their rankings, even given the cupcake schedule, that I will acknowledge how cu- cupcake it is. It is. And they still have earned it. You know who's not a good football team? Who? USC. Oh, so I, I this is probably one Very of the, bad oh, the biggest come up comeuppance of any fan base that has just been so unbearable. What I was talking a, about eviscerated. I was eviscerated. What do you mean? What do I talk about? What am I talking about? USC fans? Are you kidding me? They're so benign. What do you do? They, okay. They're like a, you a, a, are like not a, in deep. like a piece of sand on the beach, man. You are not in deep enough with the USC fans because they don't say anything when their team is bad. But the minute that their team is in any range of being competitive, they're suddenly a national championship team. And the whole offseason, all I heard about was how good this, their team was. All I heard about was how good they are as a transfer portal destination, that they don't need to effectively recruit both sides of the football, that they're just going to go into the transfer portal and they stink. They're extremely underwhelming. They are a chaotic 
poorly coached mess. I already posted a video, got a ton of views. Not going to talk about that. I'd rather talk about Utah, Sean. I, I'd rather talk about the accomplishment that Utah put out there with yeah. backup quarterback, a safety playing running back on both sides of the football. He played both sides in this game and put up over 200 scrimmage yards in the game. I'm blanking on what his name is. Their defense played lights out and they made big plays when they needed to. The best part about all of this is I keep coming back to the blurb in Bryson Barnes roster uh, profile on the website that he grew up on a farm raising roughly 12,000 pigs in a barn in Southern Utah. And that guy outdueled Caleb Williams, a guy who wasn't even on scholarship last year. That is the backup quarterback for the university of Utah. Andy Ludwig deserves so much goddamn credit for how brilliant of a coach he is for setting that team up to succeed, to, to plucking a guy on defense, to calling on him and saying, you're going to help us in the next few weeks until we get fully healthy. That's a really goddamn good coaching staff. I, I don't know how that whole coaching staff has not been plucked by a bigger program. I don't think they want to go anywhere. Why would you want to go and play for anybody other than Kyle Whittingham? Genuinely. Unless you want to go to the NFL, then you go and you coach under Saban or you coach under Kirby, and then you might make it up there. If you just want to be a college guy, Name a name a better job than being Utah, ruining everybody's time every year, you know, choking a little bit down the stretch, but having a great time messing up the Pac-12 for the last. It's perfect. The Pac-12 this year has giving is giving us perfection at every peak and valley. So far, it has matched and exceeded expectations for what a Pac-12 season would be. Oregon's offense is good. Washington's offense is good. Uh, we had a surprise with Colorado. The Arizonas are okay, but they'll be chippy sometimes. And then Utah is just going to mess it up with everybody because they go out there and they play and they don't give a fuck. And it's awesome. And Kyle Whittingham is just going to keep coaching there until he dies. And then you know uh, who's going to coach there, Joe? Kyle Whittingham Jr. <laughs> you think he's Bill Belichick? And they're going to keep ruining it. They're just going to keep ruining seasons. Utah, and, and you know, they, once you bet on them, they'll hurt you. But if you're just watching them play, you're like, damn, they're thumping. They're ang they play angry. They play harder than anybody. I maybe playoff Georgia of the last couple of years has played harder than Utah. I can't think of another college team that does. You know what? Alex mm. Whittingham is the is a defensive quality control. I coach told you the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> He's so gonna be back funny. There in Utah. Uh that is hilarious. Um, you point out a really funny. Okay, so this is why I love college football because stuff like this just doesn't happen in the NFL. There's a really good chance that that Utah, with the fact that Cam Rising's not going, it was announced that he's not going to play at all this season. There's a really good chance that Utah ends up losing a game on this stretch, and they're not going to be playoff eligible. They're probably not going to make the college football playoff. They're yeah. still going to go to a really good bowl game. I think it is just so perfect for Utah as a football program that every year they just completely ruin everybody's playoff hopes and dreams and chances, just everybody. And they do it without explanation or cause or desire. They just do it because they can, because they just love to show up and cause problems. That's, I, I, that's why I respect the hell out of Utah, man. I respect the hell out of Utah. They got Chaos. a lot of deficiencies. They're going to probably again, lose another game or two. But I like that they cause these problems. And also, they expose a team that shouldn't have been propped up as high as they were. Caleb Williams 
no longer in the Heisman conversation, as nope. he should not be. Oh, easy now. Simmer down. What did they do last year? Why did they get booed? Uh, they lost to UCLA. Ew. Yeah. They lost to Oregon. Ew. Yeah, they ha- they always have like a really dumb loss. The UCLA oh, they lost to Florida kinda... in week one. Yeah, that was the that was the that was the big one that they the Anthony Richardson the two balled out and then No, he didn't ball out. Um, no, he ran all over no, him. What are you talking he about? He didn't. He didn't have a touchdown. That was a call. That Utah team last year was a playoff team. If it wasn't for that that Florida loss, the uh, so Utah has Oregon next week. Arizona State the week after Washington, Arizona, Colorado. So my they, all of those are winnable, but Utah wait, won't win all of those. But my here's my chaotic prediction: knowing Utah and what they've done, and what okay. would fit perfectly with the Pac-12, they beat Washington, pulling them out of the conversation because that Arizona win looks bad on the resume. Sure, they beat Oregon, so then Oregon has two losses. And then they proceed to lose to Arizona State and Arizona because they just show one, up because why not? Yeah. yeah, exactly. I that would be the perfect storybook ending for the Pac-12. Utah ruining it for everybody and then going on to win the conference. Wasn't Utah the one to actually blow the conference up also on their own? <laughs> I think I think no, they were it was Colorado the- who who set the the things in motion. Oh no, there was something. Utah did something. Maybe it was the Utah president. No, Someone, Utah's yeah. president was the one that was um, bargaining with ESPN, and then they went and highballed ESPN, and that's why that deal sunk. Henceforth, the rest of the Pac-12 crumbled. That was before the announcement of USC and UCLA, I think. Maybe it was after that. I, I, it might have been after that. But I know a Utah top official, because the CFE, CFE guys talked about it, They're like, this person hurt the entire ESPN deal with the Pac-12. Because they thought oh, yeah. it was just going to be bargaining, and it wasn't just bargaining. ESPN said, don't try us with that. We'll go find somewhere else. Yeah, I think that you're I think that you're right. I, I mean, it's it's perfectly fitting. It's absolutely it's, that's perfectly what they fitting. Do. That's what Utah's going to do. I decided that I wanted to talk about UNC UVA over... Oh, sure over Alabama, Tennessee, because like, you know what, Alabama, they go out there, they do their thing. And I just yelled at Blake for an hour about how I still don't think that Alabama is very good. They're not, but they imposed a will, which is something that yeah, they will always yeah. do with that. They deserve credit for it. Dude, why, why can't UNC just have, have been good? Why, why couldn't they have told just you. taken advantage? They didn't even play horrible this game. Their run defense just didn't show up and they got gashed up the middle on so many big plays. I, this was the perfect team. UNC was the perfect team to throw a cog in the mess of things. Because you know what, by the way, mm. this year where we have talked about to no end how there's so much parity. But the reality oh, yeah. of it is the top teams are Georgia, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State for a little bit, uh, Oregon, Washington, Texas, Oklahoma. Those are all the same fucking teams. But the one team, and Alabama too is now in, in, in the discussion despite them having a loss. UNC was just chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Mm-hmm. They had an easy cupcake schedule to put themselves in the ACC championship game to go on, win the championship, go on to the college football playoff, and maybe surprise some people. It felt like TCU, Sean. It felt like TCU. And they pooped their pants on the CW, the no less. That what? 
I I can't even put the words together. Why? Why actually, Mac Brown? They were early this year. Uh, they uh, when they pooped their pants last year it was November nineteenth. Uh, November fifth last year they beat UVA by three. Why can't they play UVA? Why can't they just play them? And, and look, losing to UVA, a business decision. They got guys on scholarship too, but at the same time, let's stop. Let's step and walk in reality for a moment and realize that you just went out there and you pissed down your leg like you always do because you're a basketball school. And unfortunately, you had the best quarterback you're ever going to have, and it's going to be gone. And you're going to go back back to irrelevancy, and you're going to be happy that you beat App State by 20, maybe, and that'll be your big win. Other than that, it's just going to be pulling teeth right, to get a win. A little, you're being a little, little negative here. Little well, I'm negative. just saying, I call, I knew it was going to happen. I saw, I saw it happening in front of my eyes. It was developing. It was developing. It's like before you take a golf shot and you have like a little a, a, a chill goes down your spine because you know you're going to lace it. I said, this is going to happen. They're going to crumble. I thought it was going to happen in November. Christmas came early, I guess. What is it? The hedgehog, groundhog that shows his shadow. Yeah, it happened all the hedgehog. It's the hedgehog. Yep. The hedgehog. Yeah. It's the hedgehog, dude. Yeah. UNC, it's just disappointing because Mac Brown does a lot of things that make you like him as a coach. Drake May does a thousand things that make you want your team to draft him. Uh they they fought all year and then uh Tez Walker's back and he's a stud. You're looking at this like they're kind of building up. They're starting to rally the troops. They we might get a really good game between them and Florida State. Nope. Who cares anymore? Because if you're in the ACC this year and you want to go to the final four, the CFP, you want to be in that top, you got to be undefeated. That's how it is. I I actually don't think that that's going to be the case this year, though. I I think that we might end up with two one-loss teams. I I think the way that things have shaped out, there's been a lot of contentious close games between top teams. I I really think that we're going to have a lot of, as this final stretch comes into into scope here, we're, we're actually only... Week nine's coming up. We've got what four regular season weeks left? Five regular season weeks left. We're we're way past that halfway point. I, I think that we're going to start seeing some teams get picked off. But we got five, uh, five left. Yeah, we'll have to wait. Wait, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, there's five yeah. left. Yeah. Of course. Okay, I'm, so we we have to address we have to address the beard bet. Um, I. Fuck you. Fuck well, you. That, that seems uncalled for. Shut up. Shut the hell up. Because if it wasn't for some manipulation of the goddamn bet, I picked Washington outright. I won the goddamn bet. But no, I, I decided to be friendly because I, I trimmed my neck. Give you a three-point spread. Here we are uh, with Miami of Ohio. That's a punishment for breaking the bet. Versus Actions Toledo. have consequences. And Miami of Ohio goes down early. But they crawled back. Little Blaine Gabber, whatever the hell his name is, was cooking. And then he suffered the most agonizing injury I've seen on TV in a long time. And he, he, he my man ripped his helmet off and was screaming. They had to immediately bring the ambulance on the field. And that backup that Miami of Ohio has sucks. And the decision-making by Chuck Martin to punt on, when the game is on the line on fourth and three. You kidding me? Bullshit. You got lucky. 
You got lucky. Skill issue. You didn't even watch the game. Hope. You told me you didn't watch the game. Touch grass. Screw you. You were hear, standing in the stands make, wearing your sister's coat at a Bowling Green football game. I coat, don't want to. Here, here's you what didn't I'm going to say. You even shave the goddamn beard, by the way. Oh, yes, shave I did. the look whole thing. Oh, you nice. look terrible. That's nice right there. I mean, it's so smooth. Did you add, uh, No irritation either. It feels you look, great. You look like shit. Thanks, man. Here, I will... I will make a concession to you right now as what? friends. I will let you shave half of your face if you want to. What do you mean half of my face? You can go down the middle. You can pick left go or fuck right. Yourself. And then go you, fuck can have, you can have, if you can, if, if, if one yourself. side is irritating go you fuck more, yourself. why am I getting yelled at right now? You know why you're getting yelled at. I gave you option after option. I gave you first pick of the teams. I said, what game do you want to pick? No, 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 no. There was a a deliberation. Don't act like there was some concession by you. We also sat at the bar and you said, we were going through the list of games. And I said, what about Miami of Ohio Toledo? And you, the only game. I said, yeah, I'll take Miami of Ohio if you want Toledo. No, 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 no. You said you immediately perked up and you said, the Quan fan, I want Toledo. Well, yeah, he's awesome. Led me to a clean shaved face. You're you're an asshole. Don't act. Why? Like, uh, see, now you're being mean because because I no, I was not there you're, playing. You're, you're, you're I wasn't playing the game. You're gaslighting. Was I playing the game? You're gaslighting. There? Did I call the plays? You're a guard. Did I pick the correct team? You idiot. You guessed. You also that pick wouldn't have hit. Other thoughts from the weekend. Um, pat on my back for my boys. Get make take that goddamn look off your face. I just you're just being very hostile, and I don't think I would be. Oh, hostile. I wonder why. I wonder why. I have to Is keep it, this horrible, okay. stupid facial hair for the rest of the I year. I just have a couple follow up questions. It'll be they'll be brief. You don't have to go in depth. Is your beard itchy? We're moving on. You need to stop. You did. I. I. I will have a blow up. I absolutely will have a blow up on this show. Other thoughts from the weekend: Rutgers bowl eligible. They covered again. I go three and zero on my bets. It's because every time that Rutgers covers, I'm three and zero. We had another mm-hmm. huge. By the way, you clowned on me for taking Oklahoma State plus three and a half. Oh, it's one of those stats that they're good in October. That's one of those clown goofy Doesn't stats. Sound like that you me. Could, yeah, it does. Yeah, because you stink. You went one, one, and one like a loser, like a total effing loser. Do What's your, your first thought of the like, weekend? Like, like, like your beard. First thought of the weekend. Uh, I guess I'll give a. I'm not going to be too self indulgent about the trip to Bowling Green. It was nice. It was a little family trip. Uh, it is an impressive school. Uh, it is the the fans in the Midwest are maybe the best football fans that we have on the planet. It was 40 degrees, raining, hideous outside, hideous fans everywhere. Just sitting in the rain, sitting on the wet bleachers. I was there for a quarter. I you said, okay. For a quarter? Joe, it was hideous weather. And there were people I know stayed for four quarters in that. Non-family members. Who does that? And you could Drunk you can go call uh call me soft, uh, you know, older. You are wearing your like sister's that. coat. You're wearing a Bowling Green softball coat. You couldn't pull that coat off. I could. Yeah, because I'm not built like a woman. Oh, yeah? You get the Pixar mom there's, 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 there's some pictures. Okay. All right, Joe. Gotcha. Mm. 
I think you liked Bowling Green so much because you were inebriated for a good portion of it, so it looked better than it actually was. Because I've heard Bowling Green sucks. Uh, From who? A Jersey dirtbag? Or somebody that that likes the the nation of America? uh, Somebody who I went to high school with that spent a good portion of it spent a good portion of his life living in Ohio and can Here's, attest okay, that it's a okay. bad school. I think if you lived in Ohio and then you went to Bowling Green, it might be a little bit different because you're looking for a change of pace. If I you, mean, I would argue city, that it would, it's you want to check it out, then it's not too bad. It's, 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 it's not too bad. It's probably heaven compared to the rest of Ohio. Here's the thing. Uh, one of the best college bars I've ever been to. Not, It's probably top three. Maybe top two. Liquid. Why? What was so good about it? It was it, if you're is it the bartender. Easy, beard man. Uh, it was if you're like, it had an indoor bar, regular bar. It had indoor club, just regular, regular stupid dance club. Outside tiki bar. So you got three bars in one. Mm-hmm. It, it's fantastic. The beers are like three dollars. It, 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 Joe, it I'm Ohio. telling you. I understand it's Ohio. I understand it's up there and it's not recency effect because it was be- better than the South Dakota state bars. This one bar better than all the ones we went to. And I'm not throwing shade. It was a spectacular bar way better than the Campbell bars way better than any. Oh my, okay. Bar. Okay. Okay. We can never throw Campbell bars into the conversation after I got you. I got you. I'm just letting you know though. That might've been the worst bar I've ever been. It was tough in my life. The bar at Campbell. I don't know anyone that's ever going to top that. I uh, we, we don't that need to run into something. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. I got terrible. Gotcha. Uh, um, but but yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. I th- I got to see Akron Bowling Green, so there was uh, they were hitting. It was it was cold in the stands, but it was warm on the field. They were there were some good hits. We were close to the stand uh, uh, to the field. I had an old man yell at me because I was in his way because I'm standing, and he's like, "Why don't you sit down?" I'm like. You want me to sit down? I'm not. Okay, you're like monstrously you. big. You're I understand. Big. I understand, but I'm not built like these people. I don't just sit down because my blood is, is constantly resting at 50 degrees. What did you say back to him? Nothing. I said I'll move. It was an old. It was old man. I, I always for the was old he people. Polite I, about it or was he mean about? Not it? really that polite. He was kind of like, "Could you move?" I'm like, I'm like "Who are you talking to me?" That's a bold move. And I'm like. He had no fear. He had no fear. I said, "Okay, I don't want to get my teeth knocked out. I'll move over. I don't care that you're 75. You've had a wrench in your hand for 60 years." You think that guy was gonna go 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 toe to toe with you? I think he could beat my ass. I think. Uh I think. I think. I genuinely think anybody that's worked on a farm for five years of their life could beat my ass. Same with you. Double. I wish you. I wish you got a licking on you. Well, I'm also not that big, so I think a ten year old farmer kid could beat you up. All right, all right. Let's let's settle that down. You give me all a right. fight. Other thoughts on the weekend. I have to throw in there. Iowa's loss. The Cooper DeGene, if you haven't seen it, waves his arm to clear some space, scores a kick return touchdown on the final play that would have won Iowa the football game. Reviewed and called back as a fair catch, despite nobody on the field reading it as one. Had to have been one of the biggest win robs that I've ever seen. But I can't help but think that this is not Iowa having some type of divine intervention. God for too long has allowed them to survive. Just completely violating. We like we we the, like Iowa. We like their they have, they have violated 
just the reality. They have violated what is humanly capably possible, human nature. And God has finally struck down the crimes against offense have have finally caught up to them. Crimes against humanity. Iowa has been brought back to reality because they have been playing above any human capabilities and managing to find ways to win. I just, you're making a lot of sense right now. You are. You're making, uh, because you're going to get your get back eventually in this sport. But if I'm a referee, I'm sitting here like, I'm going to take this away. I'm going to make it about me. This is about me now. Hey, yeah. look at me. It was a great play. I think they were checking for out of bounds, not fair catch. You you shouldn't have be you should not be able to it retroactively be possible. It's just like the shit with the Notre Dame Duke game that okay, I was so go. heated about. No, in all seriousness, you're not supposed to be able to to overturn a fair catch or out of bounds decision. That is not an overturnable play. That is intervention in a decision. Out of bounds, the can impact the outcome. See, out of bounds, overturned all the way. Yes. All the time. No, no. Okay. So, sorry. But the fair catch is ridiculous because you, you can, let the play go on that long. You, no one yeah. saw it, and now we get a chance to see it. Oh, okay. Oh, that was pass interference. So there's no touchdown. But here's the deal: we're going to give you the ball. It, it, you can't just do that. It's also a subjective decision just, to sit there we, and be like, well, "Is his arm in the air? Oh, it's kind of in the air enough." I, I I can't believe that. I'm looking at unbelievable. Like, I'm genuinely like you're pulling a ref show right now in the Minnesota Iowa game. In this game, you're pulling the ref show. I mean, if any How game, many eyes are on you. Hey, a lot of people were watching Peacock, man. Oh, All right, your second note from the weekend. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, what the hell happened with Washington? I, I think I that's just, an emotional dump. I think that's all that is. Okay. I think that's a fine answer. I just don't like seeing it. I don't like seeing 15 points from one of the most dynamic offenses in the in college football. I like seeing 20s. If you're going to have a bad game, make it 20. 15, I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to start drinking the fraud soup, but I might get the ingredients out. Like, that. that's just where it brings uh, me. Right, okay, look, I don't think, because they still found a way to win. That means yes. that they've got a little bit of, you know, blood left. I just think that a team like that, the emotional dump, and we, we talk about that all the time. I think that non-football it's true. It's players don't understand that it is such a critical part of the college game specifically. To put all that energy into beating Oregon, a big rival at home, and then to show up and be like, oh, it's Arizona State. I, I They overlooked them. They weren't ready to play. They were out of sync offensively. I think it's as simple as that. I don't think they're frauds. That's fine. I don't think they're frauds either. It's just a score tight enough where it's like, okay, I just got too much going on, man. Just be, just be a constant. I I just, there's too much. Right. I can't, I I just can't handle it personally. (laughs) I'll cover it. I'll talk about it, but my mental is not ready to start perceiving this. That's the good way to put it is this weekend was so ridiculous with the outcomes that happened. We just don't have time for you, right? Can you come back next week? Right. Like (laughs) I'm trying to wrap my head around all of this and it's like, it's the end for later on. This is, this is tough. It's like, you got a packed day of just nonstop meetings and then just 
like your younger brother is just like calling you is like hey man can i stop by like can i can i come by and grab lunch or something you like get, that you like, get a letter not today no 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 not today i don't i i i would i don't mind it but not today my plate's full dude yeah yeah just we'll figure out a time washington i'd like to figure out a time later in the year thank you um what's your second one somebody i have to respond to something really quick what's your last um thought from the weekend so I'm, I, so, I'm so cucked because I used to yell at you for that, uh, but, but now it's just it, like, yeah, I got well, you. it's it's insane because I I control the streamyard codes for the freaking whole network, and this one guy, this one guy just doesn't care about oh, me one, or my oh, time, yeah, 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 yeah. and he is logged out and not stay, stayed logged into the streamyard, and I've said, hey man, stay logged in so you don't need to, I don't need to give you a login code every single time, just does it anyway. Thanks for. It's always in the middle of a show too, but continue. I got, Sorry, I got you. Uh, second, my second or third final thought, I guess. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, what the hell are we doing? Also, this is a, another. I don't have time for you to be going down to the wire with UCF. I just personally can't fit that into my schedule. Why are you doing this? You're use. You're playing UCF. You were favored by seventeen and a half points. Why was this so tight? Why did you almost lose? Are you legit? That, that these are just what's going on. This is just, you can't <sighs> not have the thoughts when you see something yeah. like that. I think another just big miscue game, man. I, I, I just think you. a big, I, I, big I'm miscue walk, game. I'm, I'm walking the streets of reality still. I am. But every time, you know, oh, uh, what's that? What's behind that alley? What is that? Oh, a fraud? Oh, maybe I'll go to the fraud store, pick up a sooner jersey. I don't know. Maybe I'll settle get down the fraud business. talk. Settle down the settle down the fraud. We're talk. too deep in the season to have the to to have it not being brought up. We can't just keep on pretending it's week two. My final other thought before we wrap the show. So I I had this this morning. Um, just the strangest thing happened. So I for the past couple of weeks throughout the roller coaster of Notre Dame's performances, um, after the Duke game where they barely won. Or actually, after the Ohio State game, my my grandfather, Notre Dame fan, my dad went to Notre Dame. Grandfather texted in a group chat, like a reaction to the game, and it was my dad, it was me, and an unsaved number that I don't know what it is. And for the past couple of weeks, every time Notre Dame has played or USC has lost, we have had a, a little bit of a conversation going on in this chat. The whole time, I thought that this unmarked number was my cousin who lives like an hour from, from me out an hour South. Sure. And then today this guy sends a picture. They're like, Oh, like me and my daughters were celebrating the USC loss. Never seen the guy before in my life. I have no idea who this guy is. I'm like, who the hell is this guy? So I call my dad and I'm like, Hey, who's this number? And my dad goes, I have no idea. So my grandfather created a group chat with a random phone number, and we've been going back and forth with this random guy who likes USC or, or hates USC and likes Notre Dame as equally as we do. Does you I don't know who to church? Guy is. is he a church guy? No, not at one bit. Oh. Not at all. The guy is also not as old as my grandfather, and he's like a little bit older than my dad based on the picture he said. I am so confused. Never heard of the guy in my life. Can you put I'm me a- in the group chat also? Maybe I should. I that'd be a great bit. I'm not gonna lie to you. I will have. I will. I will. will, Joe. I will play into it. I will be for this conversation. I'll be pro Notre Dame, anti USC. I'll just go with the bit. It's kind of like 
that uh, is a granddad thing to do. But my granddad is like, oh, yeah, I got this guy that I met at church. He's a mechanic. I'm like, OK, cool. Uh, like, that's where he meets people. I, I don't where does your granddad meet him. people? What do you, how could he not know him? He it doesn't all really do, up too much. Uh, he doesn't do that much. So I don't know. I don't know. Do you think he was like on Facebook and looked up Notre Dame fan and just started messaging with somebody? I was like, oh, this is a, this is a guy that has my similar interests. I don't know who you this know, guy is. Talk to him. Sent, my grandson and my son. He sent a picture of himself. This is the weirdest part. He sent a picture of himself with his two daughters. Can you send at me the picture? USCU, at the USC Utah game. And he's wearing Utah stuff. I don't know who this guy is. Let me see this picture. Okay, I'm sending it to you. I, I'm so... His name's Kevin. I've never heard of the guy before in my life. My wait, let me let me send you a screenshot of the conversation that we're having. Who the hell is this dude? I don't know. This is the way, and I don't. My dad said to me, like, hey, maybe you should call Pup up, and and that's what we call him. Maybe you should call him and see see why he added this guy to the group chat. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. Great jacket. That's a terrible hat. Yeah. Why is this so floppy hat, bad pants, bad shoes? Good jacket, though. Why are you being mean to him? My man's just... Is that a football game? What do you... Do you take his glasses off? Put your glasses on, Kevin. Why do you think his glasses are off? I don't know. I've never been more interested in a person in my life. I I don't want to know. See, the thing is... I'm not saying I don't want to know because it's like it doesn't concern me. I don't want to know because I want to see with enough context clues if I can figure it out. I think that that is far more entertaining. I got another idea. You give me okay. Pop Pop's number. I'll get to the bottom of it. <laughs> I'm not giving you his number. Just let, me get, just let me get on a phone with your granddad and we'll talk for like 30 minutes. And then I'll, I'll I think then I'll get the final puzzle pieces for DeLeon because I've been piecing you together for a while. I've helped turn you a little more human. Uh, it, it's been good. I, yeah. I, I, I brought you into society. Uh, made you more of a people person, but there's still a couple pieces. I think if I talk to Pop Pop, it's it's in. Like, Stop I, I, saying it like that, Pop Pop. You're saying it like a like How do you ten years it? old. At Joe DeLeon, that's, no, that's, what Radio. that's what I thought. Make sure you where's hit my, that subscribe button. Where's my Thank whiteboard? Everybody. Thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll be back. Why is Ron? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.